0: Double Team Podcast. We are back. Nick Wiggins. I'm Steven Root. NBA Finals. Game one tonight. We've got it all for you. Detroit Pistons. I'm a Pistons fan and I got a podcast and you're going to hear about it. We might get that out of the way first and then move on. But man, Nick Wiggins, how you doing, bud?
1: I'm feeling good, man. The uh, Eastern Conference Finals went exactly how I would have scripted it for our (laughs) last video. They'd force it to seven, but then they'd crumble to the Miami Heat in Boston. That's exactly how it went. And now we're setting up for, you know, we got two big players, big characters that are about to have a big jump in their legacy, you know. Whether it's Nikola Jokic, if he gets that ring, he's gonna really leap. And if Jimmy Butler, if the Miami Heat were to win and he get a ring, he's gonna really leap forward. So, a lot of uh, a lot of legacy on the line here in this finals matchup.
0: No doubt, no doubt. I think uh, I don't know if you're trying to find people that are picking the Heat to win this. I don't know if I've seen them. Um, It's just everyone thinks this is Denver's. It's theirs to lose, obviously. I mean, that's just an obvious thing at this point. But, uh, I mean, the Heat, you better pick them to win a couple games because, I mean, all they have done is proven that they can do that. Not only just do that, but win these series that they should not be winning. So, I mean, to think that they're going to get swept, I just think they are owed a little bit more credit than that. I mean, they – what do you think?
1: Know. Well, because you see, every no one gave them a chance against Boston. I did because there were so many holes in Boston. The coaching, we've seen Tatum and Brown kind of crumble in big moments and just not show up. But with the Nuggets, there is no flaw, it seems. Uh, you've had multiple, you know, big-name analysts, LeBron, saying, you know, this is the best team he's ever played since he's been a Laker. I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast. He said this is the best team he's seen since the uh, Kevin Durant Warriors. Mm. And, you know, this Miami Heat team, like, is a great story up to this point, but this is where it all ends. I think the Nuggets are going to sweep or or win in five.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get to the breakdown more in depth in a minute. Let's get some other stuff out of the way. Boston, listen, I'm going to go first with Detroit. We're going to get that out of the way. You can can deal with that for a minute or two while I – while I gloat like on my pistons and hype my pistons, which have not been able to do in a long time. I mean, look, they're paying Monty Williams everything to be the coach in Detroit.
1: Dude did not want to go there, bro.
0: I don't know if he wanted to go anywhere. I think I mean look, you can say that and make the joke about Detroit, and then a lot of people are doing that. But look, man, I think he wanted to take a year off. So to lure him, I mean, look, man, if you're a team, if you're a fan of a team like Detroit, maybe even like the Hawks. The Hawks are at the high end of where they can be as a franchise. But if you're a fan of a team like, you know, like Detroit, that is not at the top of anything, um, you know, don't you just want them to be relevant? Don't you just want them to be a participant in the league and at least trying to get better all the time and not just hanging around, which they've done that so well and so badly – I mean, they've been so good at being that just mid-level hanging around forever now. The Blake Griffin teams, I mean, it's just been this perpetual meddling team. But if you're a fan of a team like that, don't you just want them always to try to do something to be relevant? And I mean, the Pistons, look, man, I mean, with a young team, with the young core they have, I mean, bringing in a guy like monty you can talk about the the complete Falling apart in elimination games with the Suns. And yeah, that's real. That happened. But I mean, to lay groundwork for this young team. I mean, you're not the Pistons fan here, but if you were, how excited are you, man? Because I know them the, the I minute mean, I it, it, it's it's not like
1: y'all had y'all have had a bad coach these past couple of years. You had Dwayne Casey, right? Former coach of the year. He's in what the front office now. Um I don't know. I guess. I just, like, don't really mess with Detroit for real, man. (laughs) They kind of remind me of Charlotte. Like, he got a big-name guy. He got Cade, but that's just not, like, I don't know. It's just not a winning uh, formula over there, I don't think, man. Like, best-case scenario, y'all are the 11 seed this year, 10 seed,
0: maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, it's. Troy Weaver, and then
1: then y'all get y'all get screwed in the draft lottery—the worst possible scenario. You fall to five, so you're not going to get that real game-changing player, most likely.
0: Yeah, you could look at possibly, um, guys that might want, or guys they might go after. Being Detroit, they might go after. I don't know the relationship between Monty Williams and Aiton. I don't think Aiton's going to be a piston, but his name is no way. I don't think so, but his name, before all the Monty Williams stuff, was kind of floated out there as a possibility for Detroit. Um, what about, what like, about this?
1: Monty Williams and Chris Paul, they're tight. The Suns are looking to get off Chris Paul. <laughs> Send Chris Paul out there like how he was in OKC, get those young guys into a winning mindset.
0: I mean, I don't know how much that excites me hearing you say that. I just, it's not <laughs> a piece. I mean, look, would I, be a, would I like it for the building of something in Detroit? Sure, fine. But... Um, just not a piece they, they need particularly. Um, Who chose I mean, point
1: guard put, again?
0: Cade Cunningham. You're, but, I mean, look, listen, anyone I'm going to tell you at any position is kind of expendable at this very moment. I mean, yeah, you got guys that are young and you think that can blossom into something, but, I mean, I'm not going to say Killian Hayes over Chris Paul, right? I, I'm not going to do that. No. It's not what I'm doing. But, I mean, look, adding a guy like that to a, a team that's trying to build something, it would be all right for me, okay? But, I mean – but i'm i'm looking at guys like uh like cam johnson who's a free agent um you might be able to bring him in i mean a, a wing like that who's still really young i would i would be all over that um i mean do you try to make a trade for devin booker i don't know what
1: what <laughs> world do you live in? What, what, that's
0: not me. What world? That's not me. I've seen a few people doing that, and these, you know, oh tr- trying to make a trade for a Devin Booker.
1: But that's the best possible player y'all end up with is like a D'Angelo Russell.
0: I mean, Cam well, Johnson. Don't
1: oh. nobody ain't nobody trying to come out to Detroit, man. I'm telling you, Monty.
0: I Williams, know that
1: they had to pay him all that money. You'd have to give D'Angelo Russell a max contract to get him to come out there.
0: <laughs> I mean, look. An Austin Reeves, a Cam Johnson, a restricted free agent that you can offer more money to. That's how you got to do it. Um, I'm not saying go go pay somebody, ridiculously overpay for somebody that is an obvious overpay. Don't do that. I mean, you're, you've are you kind of built it to where you don't have to do that. But I mean, pieces can be added to this team to make them a better team. I mean, and try to pull all, pull along the young talent. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to sell you Detroit as a playoff contender. I'm just saying I'm a fan and I'm excited about this move. You're paying him everything. But look, I mean, you have to. Go for it, right? I mean, who are you going to get to want to come to Detroit? You're going to have to make it worth their while. And they did. I mean, they could possibly end up paying him $100 million over 10 years. They've got team options for him um, year seven, year eight. So it's just you got to do it, you know? Dude,
1: is, is he – Cause yeah, everyone in Detroit's on like a rookie deal. Is he the highest paid guy in Detroit now? So
0: yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah. I mean, look, but I mean, look for a young team. Wouldn't you want that? I mean, I know it's ridiculous to pay a man that much to coach in the NBA, but I mean, for somebody that can lay groundwork, I'm, I'm all for it. Who cares? That money's not going against the cap for players. Whatever. I mean, you got to go get your guy, and they did. And what we're we're talking about the Pistons on day of day of game one of the finals. For them doing something big, finally, and trying to be relevant, I give it to them for that. I mean, they're, they're not – the ownership stepped up and made a move. So I'm excited. It's something to be excited about. Let me have that.
1: I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it.
0: All right, thank
1: you. Good for you.
0: All right, we'll see. All right, that, that's enough for the Pistons. We, we got that out of the way. Um, how about Boston, man? Where do they go from here?
1: I think it's time
0: to trade Jalen Brown to Atlanta.
1: I don't want Jalen Brown. <laughs> I think this is what Boston needs to do. They need to run it back, and they need to get rid of uh, – there needs to be three, three players they keep. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Derek White. Everyone else, mm. I say you get rid of them. You package however many of them together that you have to to get in – like that one more I really feel like it's Chris Paul but then I uh, maybe it's not Chris Paul it, it it could be like a um a Fred Van Vliet or something How
0: about bringing another know, some, how about bringing another bedwetter like DeAndre Ayton to go along no, with what you got <laughs>
1: No it needs to be need a, a big a guy who can dribble the ball and run the offense like I'm done with Marcus Smart Yeah like Derek White, Jason Tatum, because you can't, you're not going to get rid of Jalen Brown and get anything back that I feel like is really an improvement. I also don't think Jalen Brown is worth like a super max deal, like he's going to get where he'll be getting like paid sixty million dollars on his last year. Um, I don't know. I think Boston is kind of they got to get a third guy out there, a third star, and. I don't know who that is off the top of my head, but it needs to be a guy who can dribble the basketball.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do agree with that. They need, need Chris Paul. I mean, we've you've said that about the ideal fit for Chris Paul, and I think uh having some leadership at that spot, someone with the ball in their hands that is just a leader. I mean, <laughs> oops. Um I like it. I mean, I think that would fit. I like, mean, they're... like you're
1: telling me Phoenix wouldn't uh trade Chris Paul for Marcus Smart and like a lottery protected pick, they definitely would.
0: Probably, I mean, look, I mean, maybe the, the, yeah. So Robert... then
1: imagine, imagine this series against Miami, but instead of Marcus Smart, it's Chris Paul. Even though he's like almost forty, that's still better.
0: Yeah, I mean, can you bring in a? I still think a, a big man, you know, might be needed. I think Al Horford's good. I do too. And listen, Al Horford has still got it at his age for sure. But I mean, I don't know the the, the Horford Williams duo. It, it looks good at times, but. If there's an upgrade available, I'm taking an upgrade.
1: Yeah. Well, in Boston this year, they had a lot of big names that didn't play. Like, Danilo Gallinari was amazing in Atlanta It would have been interesting in to see role. what
0: Gallinari brought.
1: And he just didn't play. Blake Griffin, he's not getting any minutes. He's probably going to retire soon, um, if not this year. Like, they just need to fill out that roster with just some legit players. Like, look, give up on the Peyton Pritchard thing. I know that he's good. <laughs> But he doesn't fit into your offense. Just let him walk or trade him for something. Bring in some guys that are going to make it work. And honestly, like I just saw that they are going to keep Missoula. So and did you see that four of the Boston Celtics assistant coaches went to Houston?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: To go with B with Ime. <laughs> so I don't Man, know. Maybe you just have to figure out that
0: coaching that staff thing.
1: Bring in a vet other than Al Horford that knows what he's doing. I don't um, know, but you can't get rid of Jalen Brown because you're not going to – I mean, yes, he crapped the bed in the playoffs, but, I mean, he was All-NBA second team, right? We're, we're viewing yeah. this guy as a top 15 player in the NBA.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, look, you're not splitting them up and expecting to have success immediately. I mean, that's not going to happen. It's It's ridiculous to think that – you're gonna split them up and get something back that's gonna be better. Um, I just think Missoula that was that was a terrible thing to do is extending him that quickly. Missoula looked like the weak spot in a lot of a lot of areas. Um, I don't know, you you just go back to it. You've been so close. I mean, yeah, the way you've lost is, I mean, look, they going into game seven, they had all the momentum that should have been their win. They were at home, everything they fought, they were supposed to make history. And they just crapped it. So, look, you've been so close the past couple of years. You're not going to dramatically blow that up. But, I mean, I'm, I don't like Missoula. Well, how could you, really, at this point? So, no. shape, finish shaping that bench of yours, coaches and players. I mean, at this point, now you kind of have to. So, bring in some experienced coaches on that bench. There's a lot of them out there you can bring in. So, you can help Missoula a lot, and he needs it. So maybe it's it's a blessing these guys went to Houston. So look, I don't we had know.
1: Atlanta had Lloyd Pierce, and then they brought in uh, his new head assistant was Nate McMillan. So get Joe Missoula a guy in there so that if they are sucking halfway through the season, they'll fire him, and then they'll have a better guy in there,
0: yeah, I mean, look there's, there's a lot a lot of guys that you can bring in to help. So I don't know, you you got to keep what you got. i'm I'm all good on letting go of guys that you mentioned. Derek White's been great. I like that you said keep him, um, but yeah. beyond that, I mean, beyond that, I think everybody should be expendable. I love Al Horford as a player. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that these big men are bums, but if if an upgrade is available, I'm I'm taking one. And maybe a guy that can play with Horford, and maybe Robert Williams is a piece you can trade. So
1: like it's like Jason Tatum's good, Jalen Brown's good, but they are not a run the offense. They can get their own shot.
0: Jason smart. Smart's not that guy either.
1: I mean, right. You not, need a not a guy who point can guard. run that offense and like a Chris Paul, a Mike Conley, mm. someone like that. They can do that. Cause Malcolm Brogdon's good, but he's more of a scorer than he is like a playmaker. So you need like a real deal playmaker out there to set them up. And then they'll start shooting more efficiently
0: and man, be I, I would, I would love Mike Conley on the Celtics. That I'm a Celtics fan. You give me Mike Conley over Chris Paul at this point, based solely on availability and who's available yeah. to play and who's not getting hurt all the time. Give me Mike Conley. I would love that. Uh, a right, guy well, like that. Yeah, you do. Well, who else, man? I think, uh I think moving on to tonight, game one. Well, give me but, your
1: before we get to, I guess that we can talk like Nick Nurse is in Philly now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's finish with that. Get that out. Um, Philly, you go from Doc Rivers to Nick Nurse. Yep, I like it. I mean, look, Doc Rivers in my eye has always been overrated. Um, not saying he's a he's a bum of a coach, but definitely overrated. That championship with the Celtics in two thousand eight, the most overhyped ring in, in all time um i get it it was it's it's a ring and it's real but man do we talk about that like they won 10 that's just crazy like we that's how we talk about that that celtics team from that time so um nick nurse he's really good um still still more to be figured out in philly i mean how long
1: milwaukee they wanted nick nurse but they saw that he was already you know working with um D- Daryl Morey to go back to Philly, so they ended up going with the next best thing, I guess, and that would be Nick Nurse's head assistant, Adrian Griffin. Yeah, And now he's the head coach in Milwaukee.
0: I like so, that. I mean, Adrian Griffin's a guy that's been around for a long time. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I I like that. Uh, I don't... I'm sort of indifferent about it. I don't dislike it in any way. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I of all jobs, give me that one. I mean... Give me Milwaukee, I I guess, but...
1: See, I feel like, you know, there's a... I think Milwaukee, at least as the roster is built now, that's kind of coming to an end, I think.
0: Well, it Um, is. I mean, you've got Lopez who's, you know, is he going to be back? You've got everything to figure out, but... I mean, Drew's
1: getting burned by Jimmy Butler all series, like...
0: But doesn't it Giannis just feel- is your focal point, and that's
1: good. And then it's like the same over there in Philly. Like Harden might be leaving. I don't know if you want Tobias Harris anymore. Well, so then it's like yeah. you got Embiid, you got Giannis, you got these center points. But then you're going to... I think everything's going to change around them pretty I feel like
0: there's more volatility that you feel in the air with Philly. I mean, do we talk more about Embiid leaving Philly than we do Giannis leaving Milwaukee? I mean, I just feel like there's this looming something with Philly all the time it's is and gone and you know is Embiid going to the heat I mean there's all these things we talk about constantly so I don't know but Nick Nurse great great get of a job for him I mean you get the good coach MVP yeah he yeah. is so I like it I mean the the letdowns in Doc Rivers coaching history is is massive so I mean, look, does Nick Nurse have a track record as long as Doc Rivers? No, but but he's a great success. Yeah, yeah. So I'm all for it. I I just the fact that they made the change, you know, despite or whoever it was going to be, I was all in on them having to make a change, or you know, thinking they should make a change. So you've got a window here. The process ain't gonna last forever. You know, you've got to capitalize on it. They've they've been sort of closed but not close enough for for what you had <laughs> so I, I like it good enough who's who's out there available now pistons are filled um we've got Toronto, i mean
1: they need a head coach and an assistant coach now they need a whole new staff yeah i guess you take boot got just put bootenholzer over there
0: yeah bootenholzer is kind of waiting to see i guess i mean i don't think you're can,
1: putting doc rivers over there oh can we talk about before we move on to um Denver. There's a lot of stuff going around about Portland. Yeah. And how they're going to trade that third pick and finally make Dame happy. Pretty much like secure Dame in Portland the rest of his career by giving him a good teammate and running partner. Uh, and, you know, the trade package of like the number three pick, Anthony Simons, and maybe like a future pick to go and get you like a. I've seen Pascal Siakam was a big one. Uh, I've seen people say Jalen Brown, but I don't think Boston would do that. Uh, there's no way they would accept that trade. Just where they're at right now, trying to be competitive. But if who do you think would be, I've seen like Carl Anthony Towns. Um, who, if you're the Portland GM, who are you flipping? Who are you trying to get with that package? That's realistic, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, but if you're, if you're Minnesota, I mean, don't you ha- not have a choice but to try to do everything to keep Towns along with who you've got? I mean, I don't know, but Towns would be my, my number one. Um, you know, a lot of talk about Towns with the Knicks and and whoever might need a good star player, that's, that's who you go to. But, yeah, that would be my number one, I think, just age-wise and the differing, you know, it, it, I don't. I feel like you would play with Dame very well. They need. They've been lacking that big man, talented big man what do for a he long though? Time.
1: Towns not really a defense guy. No, I, I know. Like, I do you think? Okay, do you think that Carl Anthony Towns is a better basketball player than Pascal Siakam?
0: No, I don't.
1: Then why don't you think Pascal Siakam is the way to go?
0: He's the way to go too. I mean, I'm not saying okay. I'm not putting the other down. Um, I just think there's. I don't know why he's one A and Siakam's one B, but I mean Siakam would be a great fit too. I mean he does he does a lot more things. Carl Anthony Towns might do a couple things better than Siakam, but but Siakam does everything, you know, so yeah. either of those like guys he- either of those guys, I, I think you got I think you gotta to try to find a big man, a talented big man like that. Even even if you tried to do something with like a Nas Reed, bring in a guy like that, and then focus elsewhere, like the wing spot. Um, oh. I don't I don't know how far you can stretch your assets to get players, but well, if, the perfect if it's all fit in on one player. Been,
1: the perfect fit would have been, maybe not perfect, but a really good fit would have been Mikhail Bridges. Mm-hmm. But Brooklyn already said, no, we are not trading Mikhail Bridges for that package. Because I think Mikhail Bridges is a superstar yeah. in the making. Uh, he's got it in him. Um, but no, if I'm Portland and you're already seeing, like, I think the writings on the wall, like Toronto is about to blow it all up. They're gonna get rid of Van Vliet. I think then they're gonna get rid of Siakam. So th- we've been talking not, about this
0: forever. Though. I mean Siakam is a
1: tr- is gonna be a trailblazer by next year.
0: I would I'd like it. I'd like it. If Van Vliet's a Laker and, and Siakam's a blazer, I'm I'm all over that. That that would be entertaining. But We've been talking about Toronto blowing it up forever, and they've yet to do it.
1: Well, oh, but now if, if it's like, hey, here's the third pick of the draft, and here's Anthony Simons.
0: Yeah, give that's, us
1: – That's a little – that's a good uh, base. you got Scotty Barnes. Now you put, like, a good, uh, Brandon Miller out there with him. I mean, that's about as good as a young core as you can get right off – like, right off jump.
0: I mean, yeah, they could – for what they could get for Ben, Vleet Siakam – um OG right I just I think that uh
1: yeah I forgot about him
0: yeah he's been talked about forever but they just haven't come off any of these guys man
1: if Portland just gave everything away to get OG and Siakam
0: yeah I mean and
1: just be like look forget the next four years of draft (laughs) picks we're just gonna ride with this core
0: I think that would be pretty solid I would too. Figure it out. Make it happen. I mean, to do that, yeah, you are immediately way better than you've been. So that, that's all good, but you got to do something for Dame. Um, I mean,
1: we've seen what Dame can do when he has even a CJ McCollum, yeah, as his teammate. They go to the Western Conference Finals, yeah, right. So give a give him, just give him someone. Give him someone.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's a better option than OG and Siakam if you can get that done. But
1: just give up everything for that and just uh, and just forget, you know, just compete as hard as you can until Dame retires. Make him happy. Yeah. Do not let him leave. I'll say that. Do not well, let him leave.
0: You're only gonna get like four or five more years out of Dame, probably anyways. The man's like beyond 35, right? So yeah. it's gotta happen right now. But all right, we'll see. Still the Suns have yet to formally figure out who their head coach is gonna be. Quickly. I mean, is is it really gonna be Doc Rivers? Are we doing that? I've been seeing that it's pretty much
1: uh Keith Young, Kevin Young, who is that? I don't know who that is.
0: Yeah, I've seen that name too. I don't know if I could tell you. Um I will tell, tell you that's
1: I, pretty much like who it's gonna be probably
0: I can't believe this man's not a head coach, but I was for the Monty Williams, like, yeah, that's that's tops, but for a guy who hasn't been head coach before, Chris Quinn, man, why is he not a head coach yet? Um, been on that Miami bench forever under mm, Spolstra. Yeah. You know, he has been there forever. So to to get a, a disciple of, of Riley, Spolstra, I mean, Chris Quinn, I, I think ought to be getting real shots. I know he's being interviewed and getting second interviews and all that, but we'll see. I think if Phoenix lands with Doc Rivers, man, that's just, that's a mess. I mean, it looks like you're going to have to blow up part of your team now that, that is Chris Paul going to leave and Aiden and all this. And poor Durant's going to be, Stuck somewhere again, poor, poor Durant. But I don't know. I I wouldn't love that if I'm a Suns fan. I'll just say that, and we can we can move on. We can move on. Let's let's, right, let's give talk your, the finals this year. Right now, let's do it. What is your pick officially? Get it out there.
1: Nuggets are going to win in five. It's over. Did you know that the last time the Miami Heat have won a basketball game in Denver, <laughs> do you know who their uh, starting center was? <laughs>
0: Uh Shaquille O'Neal.
1: Hassan Whiteside. It was 2016. Oh, <laughs> it was 2016. Team. Last time they won a game in Denver.
0: Well, Hassan Whiteside, man. Should have been so much for more for Hassan. But yeah. was it meant to be? Um, yeah, I mean, look, tonight's gonna be a real struggle. They're a nine-point underdog. I know. But see, again, you got people talking about the, the rest versus rust that, that Denver hasn't played in this long, so who knows, man, but tonight's going to be a struggle. I know Denver, I mean, Miami, excuse me, w- the people were talking about them scheduling their flight from Boston straight to Denver before game seven was played. Like, uh, I mean, like like that was some sort of move they were doing to, I mean, look, you, you have to plan for that. So whatever, right. <laughs> uh, whatever, but I'm just saying to get up there the altitude change could not be bigger. Um, I mean, you had to get there immediately. There was no going home before you go to Denver. You had to get up there. Um, so I think Denver comes out and then wipes the floor with them in game one. But you'll see a rebound. I, I'll give them two wins. I'll give it in six. But, I mean, we already – I'll give them Whoa. two wins. I mean, look, that might Just be
1: – what, what did we say that the Heat's advantages were in all these series leading up, Boston especially? that they play really hard and really intense, and that they have a really good head coach. Denver has all of (laughs) that. And they also have a way more talented roster and a way better star player. And we've seen what Bam Adebayo does against Mm -hmm. really good big men. He folds, he crumbles, he's going to start finishing games with like, you know, he's going to have those 12.4 rebound games. That's what's to come for Bam Adebayo this series. It's just... And who's who stops Jamal Murray? It's just not. It does. It doesn't. Nothing computes. Oh,
0: I get it. You're speaking all the logic. I mean, you're speaking all the logic, but there's been a lot of logic that's been spat in the face um, by this Miami team. I mean, already. So to give them two wins instead of one. I mean, yeah, I might be being a little too nice to them. And you're you're the taking the logical route here. um, But they've defied logic, man. They've done that to get to this point. And
1: I said they were going to beat Boston. And I let's saw not, that logic. That's not but here it. there's just no where do they have an upper hand at? Where?
0: <laughs> uh dog in them. I don't know. They don't no, they don't though. I uh, know they don't. But they're going to uh have a piece that's coming back now. Don't forget. Heroes hero. back. Yeah. Is that gonna be the piece that puts them over the top? No, it won't. Um, no, it won't. But listen. I mean, look—they're everywhere. They're outmatched. I mean, the size of Denver Porter Jr. and and Gordon being six ten, being able to stretch it. I mean, there's nothing you can do about them. Um, I mean, they're just totally ready for this moment. But uh, Miami, those small
1: forwards are bigger than Miami's biggest guy.
0: Yeah. What are you going to expect Kevin Love to be out there doing for you? It's just and Lowry. I mean, look—you're so overmatched in some of these spots that. Yeah, and, look, and
1: Mike Malone is gonna take advantage of every little weakness that they have and yeah. exploit it like Joe Missoula was not able to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, five is a reasonable play. Um, I'm just hoping it goes six. I mean, right? Let's let's get another game. Um, but I think game one tonight is I'll I'll take I'll take Denver and eat that nine. I mean, they're gonna win tonight and win handily. And make it look like it's going to be a sweep, but then Miami will come back and steal a game or two. So
1: I could see Miami winning this game.
0: Just because they're...
1: (laughs) Just like, you know, they're coming off their win, they're hot, and maybe Denver's trying to kind of feel them out, see what's up. But then I could see Denver winning four straight. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And getting Tyler Hero back, I mean, look, I mean, that's that's not a bad thing. You don't like worry about plugging him back in. That's just another bucket off the bench. Of what he can really give you he hasn't played in a long time but I uh, mean but it's
1: like do you even want that because he can't play defense and I guess Duncan Robinson can't neither either, can but...
0: Duncan right I mean but Duncan mm-hmm. you have to get now we're at this point where you have to rely on Duncan Robinson to shoot and Caleb Martin, I mean he should have been Eastern Conference Finals MVP, um, mm-hmm. but it was a popularity contest and they gave it to Jimmy. Um one vote shy I think for for Caleb Martin but Caleb Martin is now that guy. He's your number two. Um, it Bruh, ain't BAM. And
1: is that? That's what I'm saying. Like I you're know. going into the finals with a dude who got cut by Charlotte.
0: <laughs> His and buddy Jake Cole hooked him up.
1: Jake Cole had to had to bet. Hey yo, can you can you hire my guy? He's
0: my boy needs a, a spot and on the roster. This is your
1: number two guy, your go to guy. Heck no, dude. Dimmer's I mean, wipe the floor with him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they probably will. But, listen, I mean, for all the reasons Miami's gotten to this point, the, the keeping it close, being tough, all that, they're going to remain that. It's just you're going up against a, a behemoth now. So, yeah, one game, I, I don't think it's going to be tonight. I mean, I'm. your logic. If they,
1: I think if they even get a one game, it has to be tonight. Because after tonight, I say they have no chance of winning a game.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people are moving on to the, who's Jokic better than if he wins already. I'm seeing a ton of that. We've kind of done that for a few weeks now. Um, wow. yeah, I'm seeing a ton of that. Is he better than Dirk? Is he better than KG? Yes. And yes. 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 Um, yes. So, yeah. So
1: he's all of a sudden top ten all time.
0: Mm, man, that's ah, uh, that's rough to say. But all right. Uh, well, I'll say he's uh top 20 for sure um but hey look you ain't brave like that's a post that's a post-finals conversation we ain't having it again um listen i i mean they've got to get so much shooting out of martin duncan and gabe vincent i mean those guys have to shoot the three and shoot it well
1: worst three-point shooting team in the regular season
0: not not in the playoffs uh, but in the case. playoffs
1: are the best three-point shooting team
0: yeah so that that's got to remain and i mean at this point in the playoffs i don't expect hardly anything out of kevin love and even kyle lowry i mean it's got to be Struz, benson duncan and and martin and we'll see what what hero gives you but the fact i'm saying who we're having to rely on here is ridiculous but
1: I mean, that's what i'm saying
0: i uh, know but it's what you got and i mean look caleb martin was really really good i mean he's he is the number two you can say all you want about how he got to this point but he is there now it's not like, like if, Bo-
1: if boston would have beat miami i would have said that denver would have beat boston in five
0: yeah i wouldn't
1: and miami's way less talented than they, than they are there's no dog factor anymore. There's no, <laughs> oh, our coach is smarter than you anymore. There's none of that. Yeah. So it's yeah. got to be Denver. And it's 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 just going to be nice, like, to see Nikola Jokic be, um you know, on that national scale where, pe- where people can really see, oh, this guy's uh, legit, legit.
0: I've said it before. I'll probably say it again, man. I, I wish Milwaukee was here. I think then we'd have a series. Um I think the matchups across the board would be better. I wish Milwaukee was here but they are not. Um man it's I'm just hoping for something out of Miami and at, at this point they've they've proved every you you better give them some respect. But now this is we've reached the end of the line with uh was just free respect. I mean, this is the finals and you're going up against a possibly historic team. So I
1: feel like I'm I'm just lower on Miami because I was like low rock bottom low on Boston. Yeah. Like I did not believe in Boston at all. Even when they were playing Philly, I just did not believe in Boston. And I fully expected Miami to beat them. And so I'm just not surprised. And it's like, oh, you, now that you, they've earned the respect, you got to give it to them. It's like, no, they didn't earn anything from me. I saw it coming. Boston was a bunch of chumps. Anyone could have beat them. <laughs> Shoot, Atlanta almost took them to
0: seven. Well, Chicago three points they had on on uh, Miami in the in the play in, but that's right. Oh well, man, how cooked is is Bam going to look out there?
1: It's going to be ugly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Bam is this is not his. He is going to have no success, man. I and mean, like you
1: can't double Jokic because he's just going to pass it to someone. And then all of a sudden they're going to get every wide open shot you can imagine.
0: Yeah. It's going I mean,
1: to be rough, dude. It's going to be rough. It's going to be a struggle.
0: Yeah. Uh, there, there's going to be some ugly games in here. I know Boston, all they do is keep it close and hang around and hang around. But. Just at the end of the day, you got to look at what you you got to look at it and be real. I mean, just too good. Like so. I can,
1: only, like I, it's like Denver is either going to win by fifteen, or if Miami does somehow win a game, like it's by like one. Like, do you remember like when they were playing Phoenix? Like Kevin Durant, Ed and Devin Booker had to shoot like sixty percent and both get forty to win by <laughs> five,
0: dude. Yep, yep. That that's the way it goes, man. Um. You're probably right about the one. I'm giving them two. We'll see. But stars tonight. I'm I'm ready. I'm not as fired up as I would be for any other option, probably. Well, look,
1: let's get excited about... We're about to see a person, probably Denver, but maybe not. We're about to see someone get a ring that never had a ring and leap into the all-time NBA legacy. Someone is. If it's Jimmy, then he's up there. And if it's Jokic, he's already there. But... If now Miami is really, really. If Miami
0: somehow wins. If Miami somehow wins, <laughs> that that's would the, be crazy. Is that the most impressive ring ever? I mean, is that the yes? Mo- yeah, it's got to be. And I'm, I'm, man, what a thing that would be! Just totally ridiculous. But I'm, I'm excited enough as a real pure basketball fan to have a stage for Jokic and to have this moment where everyone sees it, and there will be no doubt beyond this so all right we'll see game one tonight double team we will be back next week as always Nick Wiggins Stephen Root you've been double team